0: Welcome to the latest episode of the School of Pharmacy podcast. This is the first podcast with our mental health first aiders in what is hopefully going to be a very long line of episodes around student experience uh, and how our students can have a much more enjoyable um, and yeah enjoyable and successful time here at the school as they're studying at multiple levels. So today I'm joined by Molly, Adam and Georgina, who are some of our very talented mental health first aiders, as well as being very talented students here at the school. And what we want to do in today's episode is to introduce the mental health first aider scheme, but also to speak a little bit about what those mental health first aiders will do and what the plans are for the upcoming year, in addition to all of these podcasts that we'll start to hear from. So... Before anything else, I thought it would be a good idea for you guys to introduce yourselves and say hello to all of the listeners at home. So Molly, I guess starting with you, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself, tell us a little bit about what it is you're doing here at the school and why you're a mental health first aider as well.
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks very much, Dan. Um, So my name's Molly. Um, I'm the chairperson of the Mental Health and Wellbeing Group this year, and I'm really excited just to be getting everything going and getting started now. Um, Within the School of Pharmacy we are sort of like a contact point so if students within any year group, if they have any issues um, relating to their school, their studies, if it's even just something that they're worried about in terms of their mental health or if they're struggling. So it can be stress related or if they just want someone to talk to or a point of contact um, in sort of a non an informal way um, where students just can come and have a chat. Um, it's also just great sort of, to get in contact with people, to get a conversation going um, and just helping out anybody that may have a particular issue. So that was like my main sort of reason for wanting to be a part of the team and just helping others and also helping myself as well just to, if there are issues, to talk about it and to sort of normalise that talking about it too.
2: Yeah, uh, my name's Adam and I'm a third year pharmacy student here in Queen's. And the reason I was interested in becoming a mental health first aider was that uh, I just think it's a really important aspect to implement in the community practice, because it's something that I think that a lot of the time we don't really think of. It's just kind of the patient gets sent away with a prescription and just leave it at that. But then it's just something that needs to be brought in more and just considered with every single patient.
0: Good stuff. Georgina, what about
3: you? Yeah, definitely. Kind of just echoing what um, Molly and Adam said, really. Um, well, I'm Georgina. Um, I'm <laughs> third year m as well. And um, I think all of us are really here because mental health is just as important as physical health and like we're definitely advocates for that. Um, and like Molly said, this group is here because everyone can be affected by their mental health at any point, whether it's you being affected, your friends being affected, family being affected, and it's always just good to get in contact um, with someone else, get things off your chest and just really be able to to talk to people really so that's that's why we're here
0: great stuff thanks very much thanks very much for for joining me today to to chat a little bit more about this and to give a little bit more information to everybody listening um i guess i should probably make the point that it's as much as you guys would be very capable of doing so not just the three of you um looking after this so can you tell me a little bit more how many mental health first aiders do we have here at the school how many of those folks are they're all working together
1: yeah, so um, we've got within a range of year groups, so it's right from level one to level four M form, including. Um, I think we have two PhD students too, and um, so there's about maybe three or four odd different um, representatives of each year group, and um, so it's good sort of to have that sort of mixture between the year groups as well, so that we have we're making sure that we get those issues um, heard between different year groups. Um, and just means like you have someone that's sort of in the same level as you that you can chat to without having any stress of maybe if you were a first year needing help and having to reach out to someone in like their last year where they might not be as comfortable talking to. But um, yeah, so we've got quite a large group. Yeah, yeah, we've got a good a good group going.
3: Yeah. Uh, equally, like that's not to say if you're first or second year and you'd rather not speak to someone that's in your gear group anyone's available to contact at any time. If you're first year and you want to speak to one of us in third year, you're more than welcome to. You don't have to stick within your, your year groups, but equally you can if you'd prefer to do that. But we've just got a good group of people across all the year groups. So um, all of us are available to contact. And um, all of our contact details are in the School of Pharmacy building on the poster. I believe, yeah, yeah,
1: in the pharmacy building and um, all of the team members as well. We tried to, <laughs> not all of us all the time, but even myself, I do forget sometimes, but we were a green lanyard. So it's just sort of another way of um, recognising us in a crowd or if just if you wanted to get in contact with one of us because I know sometimes it can be that bit daunting if you are looking to get in contact with someone Um, and coming up to them and it's sort of having that issue sort of heard or voiced where it's at a time where maybe you don't want it might be a more private matter um, or even if it's just in the case of where you have an issue if you want to talk to someone because we are sort of wearing that lanyard and you have that point of contact from the School of Pharmacy building you can do that in your own sort of private setting so it just sort of takes away a bit of that pressure as well Um, so yeah it's, it's, it's a handy sort of thing for us to get in contact with yourselves anyway
0: Great stuff. Excellent, excellent job. So, look, I, I guess one thing that a lot of the listeners might not be familiar with is the term mental health first aider, right? Um, it's certainly something that I wasn't overly familiar with until I, I started working here at the school as a member of academic staff. So you've touched on this a little bit and kind of saying, you know, what the general scheme is, the number of, of folk that are that are working within it, and the fact that there are mental health first aiders or MHFAs, I guess, if we want to try and, uh, that's just something that I'll forget in terms of abbreviations, so it's probably better to use the full term. Um, so th- you guys are on every year and you have that sort of empathy with other students who are here in those years as well. You guys are going through that same experience. If you were to summarise what a mental health first aider can Offer to your colleagues in your, your years at, at, here at the school. How would you summarize that? What sort of things can you help with? What sort of service do you guys offer? Essentially, yeah.
2: I'd say we're basically just the first point of contact on campus for any sort of baseline problem. And then once you come to us, then we can either help you with that situation if it's just like on the student level, or if it's something bigger, then you can forward you on to one of the more like one of the actual foundations or one of the charities maybe that deals with that particular issue. Or oh, then there's also the staff involved, like Joanne Barry and Fiona Hughes, who are the two lecturers who are in charge of the group. So they're also there to provide support too.
3: Sure. Definitely, we are. We like the. We are the first point of contact. Um so you can come, really come to us with anything and uh, like Adam said, if it's on a student level and it's something that we can kind of help you with we will help you with it there or if you just need someone to talk to and you're not ready to, for it to be taken any further then we're also the just there for you we're not going to push you in any sort of direction but we're also kind of working with the wellbeing team who are really, really good um, and some other organisations within the school so if you do want to take it further uh, we can refer you on to other people and yeah but really we're just first point of contact even if you're just having a bad day we're here for you to come and chat to us about it.
1: Yeah because within our first aid and um, training as well over the summer there um, it sort of gave us like a bit of an insight into different and um, sort of just issues in general that you wouldn't think of straight ahead or straight away when it comes to mental health um, and just sort of made us more aware of like the signs and symptoms and things like that just to be aware of and to look out for. So we also do try to incorporate a bit of that um, awareness alongside with other students too. So it's i know with the with some of the groups that do the sort of like looking after your mate and um, program so it's looking out for those um telltale signs where something might there might be something deeper going on where and um, maybe they need someone to talk to at a student level like Georgina and adam had said or where it comes to a stage where they might need that extra bit that additional support where they might need a referral on to somewhere else so we're not there as we would be more so as like a talking point that first contact point definitely where um, it's just sort of getting that that issue heard and spoken about, um, and then we'll get you the help. Then refer you on to the help that is most available for you and most applicable to what's going on.
0: Excellent stuff. So you, you've kind of also talked a little bit about this when you were introducing the program, and this is, I guess, to me following on from what you guys actually do to to help other people here at the school. Um, it's probably the next most important thing. Um, how to people who need you find you so you've talked about the green lanyards you've talked about some of the notice boards is there any other way that folks can reach out to you if they maybe aren't going to be in class for a week or so because of timetable and if they're maybe not feeling particularly great and they're not coming into class for example what sort of ways can folks find you how can they reach out um what would you say are maybe some of the best ways that they could reach out to you guys to get in contact and get a little bit more support
1: yeah, so with the poster at the minute, we have like an email address attached underneath each of the members. So it's a handy way if you were looking to get in contact with us directly. Um, if you had maybe if there's someone like you knew straight away that you wanted to talk to first of all it's a good point to start off with um, or we also have at the minute we're getting set up a Padlet board on Facebook so we're trying to get that set up where we can put you can post in um, even if you had any issues or concerns or even um, in general sort of ideas that you'd like implemented into what we do as a group um, to improve it in that sort of sense um, we also have sort of implemented where we're starting to go to each year group so myself and one of the other members Mark Homer that couldn't be here today but um, we've been sort of advertising just ourselves as a group and making that awareness um, like just uh, like allowing other people to know that we're here and where to find us in particular but mainly at the moment it has been sort of a social media basis type thing and just sort of letting people know that we're there too that, that you can speak to us at any time. Yeah,
3: we're also in the process of um, getting a newsletter out. This will hopefully be out before Christmas. Um, All of our emails will be attached at the bottom of that newsletter, along with um, links for uh, other websites and the wellbeing centre within Queen's. So if uh, you are one of those people that isn't around the pharmacy building so much and you're not coming in to see the poster um look us up on facebook keep your eye out for the newsletter because you can con you don't have to come out to the pharmacy building to contact us or see us in our green yard. you can just shoot us an email whenever um whenever that newsletter does come out which will hopefully be
1: very soon yeah <laughs> we're just in the works of that at the minute stuff yeah, yeah
0: it's, I mean, it's still fairly early days in the semester I guess so we can call it that so <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah it's good these things are starting to come together and, and obviously you guys are obviously students here at the school you're working on all of that other stuff in the same way that that all of our other students would be so yeah it's it's uh, great to see you guys doing all this stuff in addition to just getting through the study and doing all of the hard yards there as well so that I mean that's great in terms of a, an introduction to the scheme what you guys are doing how you can be found and how people can reach out to you I guess on that and whilst it kind of is and isn't early days in the academic year can you speak a little bit about what maybe some of the upcoming plans are for you guys all as mental health first aiders is there anything on the horizon that people should be aware of within the school that might be a, a nice resource for them or something that they can get involved in also it'd be really great to hear from you guys how a student that's maybe listen to this who isn't involved in the program at the minute might actually be able to get involved in it if they were interested in becoming a mental health first aider how could they do that? Is there something they need to be aware of in terms of something coming up in the diary or something coming up on the calendar um, and how they could get more information about that as well? So lots of questions in one there, but essentially, you know, what are, what are you guys planning on doing over the course of uh, the rest of this academic year?
1: Yeah, so I think we are working at the minute in organising fundraising events. So we've been looking to hopefully do like the likes of a coffee morning. So it's just sort of bringing both staff and students together. Um, just to take a break to have a chat with one another and any of the money that we're going to um, raise from it will be donated to a charity so um, we're just at the minute we're just sort of working out how we're going to do that and get everything organized and just finding a time that suits all the members at the one time it can be a bit difficult or even just in terms of students with their timetabling but and um, that's been our first one and then we also have had the idea um, of maybe doing the likes of like a well-being walk so it would be uh like all your groups together hopefully just going for a walk and um, and it's just really just a chance to talk to one another even just to sort of de-stress and just sort of all right any issues you might have it might not even be particularly related to academic things it might just be in your life in general or just any stresses or things like that you might be having just to sort of Take a wee bit of a break from the academic side too, and make sure that you're taking those breaks where it is just having spend times with your or spending some time with your friends and relaxing almost. Yeah, definitely, and
3: also getting some fresh air. Yeah. As much as it sounds ridiculous, really does help. And I mean, that's what my mum would almost tell me, and I'd just roll my eyes because I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go outside. I'd rather just stay in bed. But it, the fresh air does it does it does help, and especially when you're with. Other people that are in the exact same situation as you, or similar situations to you, that can that can definitely help. So hopefully the Wellbeing Walk will go ahead because that would be quite a good one. But
1: yeah.
2: <clears throat> and also as well, if there's something you'd like for us to set up, there's something if you bring it forward, Justin, we can see about putting that in place as well. If there's something you know that helps you when you're feeling down or going through a rough time, it might help other people or maybe they aren't sure about that or haven't aren't aware of that maybe outlet.
0: So if come to us uh, through all the contact details we've provided, and then we can let you know if we can go ahead with that. Absolutely and I guess people can just reach out to you in the ways that we've talked about already so those contact routes are good in case somebody does need a little bit of help and support but they're also a good way for them to get in contact with you and to talk a little bit about you know here's some ideas that have helped me and they might be useful for other people. Um, and yeah just to come back to that question then so if I wanted to become a mental health first aider, what do I do? How do I start? Who do I speak to and make that happen?
1: So with ourselves we had done it just before we started the term so it was a scheme just at the end of summer. Um, So I think that scheme will be running again when it's sort of like next year going into like the new term in semester of 2023. Um, I'd say that scheme will probably run again the summer before starting back to school of that semester. Um, But with ourselves at the minute, we're sort of the the trained uh, mental health first aiders, but... Um, I think you still can get involved with the actual group itself or you can raise interest if you would like to be a member. It's just with the actual training, I think it it runs on a yearly basis. That would be the only thing. Or if you have as well, if you've already had previous training as a mental health first aider and you're interested in joining the group um, sort of on that basis of being like a first contact point, you can always get in contact with us um, to sort of help out with that or just let us know that you have those skills available, you know yeah so the scheme originally that that
3: we have done um it was it's not external it is through um the school of pharmacy so we as far as i remember which i probably should because it wasn't too long ago um <laughs> <laughs> as far as i remember we were sent an email and it was maybe advertised in class yeah. and yeah. it was kind of like a first come first serve basis whoever wanted to do it you kind of sent off an application about why you would like to do the course and then it was run over two days um and the lady that did it was lovely it was very interesting so it is it you will get an an email whenever the um whenever the scheme starts running up again and if you want to be involved then put in an application I do recommend it it's a great group to be a part of and the course is very interesting but like Molly said if you've had this training but elsewhere that doesn't mean you can't get involved one of our members Eve she didn't do the course with us but she had done the course externally with someone else and um, it may have still been with Queen's but it definitely wasn't the one that we did and she's um, one of our members as well so um, if you have the training and you want to get involved now, then again, just shoot us an email and we can maybe refer you on to um, Joanne or Fiona. They would probably have a little bit inf- more information on that. But um, yeah, keep your eye out for emails. Keep your keep your ear out. Keep listening in class. <laughs> so you might hear yeah. you
1: might hear something about it. So yeah, if you do want to get involved, then definitely even, yeah. Even that contact point with jo- or with Joanne or Fiona as well, because they would have all our, all the the main information about applying as an actual mental health first aider or doing that training course. So um that'd probably be your point of contact for it, definitely.
0: Great stuff. And yeah, one by the lots of visual stuff but lots of audio stuff as well one way that I know that you guys are planning on on reaching a wider audience in the school and further afield is by these podcasts as well so this is going to be hopefully the first in, in many podcasts with you guys and with a few of the other mental health first theatres and a few other guest stars as well as, as time goes on. Speaking about things that will be coming up timely over the course of the academic year um, and I'm sure we'd probably be encouraging other students within the school to be contacting and reaching out about particular podcast topics and things to talk about as well Yeah. Yeah
3: definitely I think we were saying that um well hopefully we'd like it to become more of a regular thing if we like if if this is what's going to help other people then um that would be great um
1: and yeah because i think with our facebook we're hoping to do that padlet um, board so we can do both one for like a suggestion box type thing and so if you did have a particular issue or even just in general sort of ideas for what you'd like us to talk about because um, it, it will be more so of a casual sort of type thing where we're we're talking, so it's a bit easier just for students to interact and listen to, um, sort of making a more normalised sort of situation too, so that we can all sort of enjoy and talk about things that might be issue or that might be sort of a, a worry point at the minute. But um, it's mainly been our uh, or well, it's going to be our Padlet word on Facebook will be our suggestion point.
3: So we're happy to kind of do like a, anything that's going to help really. Like we could do an agony aunt type thing where if people had questions or worries, we could discuss that. And then obviously coming up to exam season and things like that, we'll yeah, focus more along our, yeah
1: that those we'll kind of lines. Yeah, because everyone's going to be in that sort of situation where they're stressing out for exams which does tend to happen (laughs) so just sort of in terms of managing that before it comes and sort of we'll be trying to give our best sort of guidance or advice and how to to sort of cope and manage that before it gets to a more stressful point. (laughs) Yeah Yeah,
0: absolutely I think there are probably going to be some some key times during the year where being able to listen to a podcast or or two and get some advice and yeah a little bit of reassurance will be a very very much value to everybody. Um, So look I, I guess at this point it's Probably my opportunity to say thanks very much to, to the three of you, to Molly, Adam, and Georgina. As I say, we have uh, lots of big plans for recording lots of podcasts with the mental health first aiders and that will again be around lots of really really important topics, and that will hopefully be a really really good um, support resource for students at the school, and also people outside of the school as well, because there will be lots of very general topics to talk about. So, yeah, um, do keep your eyes and ears peeled for uh, lots of podcasts coming through through our our normal social media channels. Please do subscribe to the podcast on your normal podcast providers as well Um, and as the folks have said please do reach out to them with some ideas about podcast ideas and all of the other different types of event and activity that we've talked about today so yeah once again just big thanks to Molly, Adam and Georgina um, for speaking to us today this will not be the last you'll hear from these guys (laughs) on the of Pharmacies podcast Um, but until next time thanks very much for now. Thanks Thanks very much Dan, thank Thank you.
1: you.